0: We want to talk about the home builders. Daryl Fairweather's with us, chief economist at Redfin, and Brad Hunter, president of Hunter Housing Economics. Thank you both for being with us. I mean, obviously, we saw a big change in what's been going on, Daryl, when we, when we looked at rates on the rise, costs on the rise. Um, we knew big demand during the pandemic. Now what, Daryl?
1: I think we'll continue to see more new construction. There are just so few existing homes for sale and building permits were already up in December. So those homes will come online, but it is looking less optimistic long term. If mortgage rates increase to above 4%, builders are going to start scaling back. Buyers are going to get nervous that by the time the home is built, it'll be much more expensive because there'll be a higher mortgage rate. So higher interest rates, higher inflation, that can all slow down new building.
0: And you know, I was watching the um, Home Builders Index, which soared fifty percent in twenty twenty one. Brad only um, at, compared to the jump in twenty seven percent for the S and P, so really outpaced the S and P. But then we saw the turnaround where it accelerated to the downside more than the major market averages. So, do you continue to expect to see volatility in this market for home builders in particular?
2: Like the uh, the guy walking the dog, the 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 guy walking the dog is the economy. The the dog running around in circles on the leash or off the leash is the stock market. But I think the the fundamental thing that you have to look at is real demand, household formation rates. You know they're going to probably slow down a little bit from where they are right now. But even if they're at 1.3, 1.4 million on an average basis going forward, you add in 300,000 or so units of replacement demand and you get total demand already of 1.6, 1.7 million a year, not counting second home demand. So we are still chasing demand. And what's going to happen with affordability is uh, inflation is driving up interest rates, that's inevitable. Uh, So what's gonna happen is we're gonna see more people uh, opting to rent single family homes. And that's why the built for rent trend is so powerful. And it's really helping a lot of young starter families to be able to get into a single family home. And I think that will continue to do so over the next few years.
0: So give us your big picture, because mortgage rates moving up 20 basis points last week. And when we go way back before the financial crisis, Brad, you were out there um, putting out some warnings about a possible crash as early as 2004. now what? What do you tell people is the big picture? What's the takeaway?
2: Well, the big takeaway right. is that we're going to see a slower rate of home price appreciation. We're going to probably see appreciation of 6 to 7% this year, which is down from nearly 20%. And then the year after that, it'll go down to 4% then head towards 3%. That's the only way to kind of get back to normal. But even with that, we're gonna still see pressure on affordability because interest rates are gonna to start to go up more. They've already started to go up. When you first see interest rates go higher, you actually get a surge of housing demand as people try to beat further increases in, in the mortgage rates. But I think that ultimately, over the next couple of years, we're going to start to see a tapering of for-sale single-family demand, along with that increase in rental housing demand that's, that's part of the whole built-for-rent trend.
0: Mm-hmm. And historically, the homebuilder stocks fall during the rising rate environment, Darrell, of the Fed that we are expecting and so when you look forward while there's still a lot of demand not that many homes they're adjusting homes to be more attractive for the folks that want them whether it's a smaller home a rental home you know really adjusting what it is that they put out there for people what's are you concerned or is just demand too great at this point
1: we're in a big hole when it comes to housing supply so more supply is very much needed and there's going to be more households forming, as Brad mentioned, so there'll be even more demand in the future. What I'm concerned about is that the typical American is priced out of buying a home because it's just the prices are so high, and with mortgage rates increasing, it's going to be even more expensive for them to borrow. So the the rent, uh, the single-family rental market, I think will be strong, but I think that is should be a bit concerning for where the country is headed. This American dream, the middle-class dream of having a owning a home, is kind of going away and being. Replaced by being a perpetual renter,
0: and we also—I mean, to your point—now we've also seen just an inflationary environment, Brad, um, for goods, right? When you when you talk, we saw lumber jumping up. We see wages that for labor jumping up. Um, everything costs more, Brad.
2: Yeah, that's right. And one of the things that's going to drive the inflation numbers even higher as we go into the next year or so is the housing component. Which is flowing through the inflation numbers with a lag, and you know I pity the Fed. I would hate to to uh, have their job because uh, it's been likened uh, to you know driving a car, looking only in the rearview mirror. They're trying to react and anticipate what's going to happen with the economy and how to plan monetary policy based on what they see in the past. But what we can see and anticipate pretty easily is that the inflation number is going to go up. Partly because of that housing component flowing through. And as you said, that's going to impact affordability and the monthly payment. And you know, the fact of the matter is that the for sale home builders have not, during this whole cycle, really uh, focused their attention heavily on the needs of starter families. And so the you know, mm-hmm. the built-for-rent industry is kind of stepping into a void that was yeah. not being filled, they're not replacing. The home builders. The home builders weren't there except for D.L. Horton and you know KB to an extent and some smaller builders, but, but the, the vast majority of the home construction has not served the starter families.
0: Happy to see you both. Uh, certainly a hot topic for 2022. I had to review the year there in my mind um, because we've seen such great demand during the pandemic. Wonderful to see you both, Daryl and Brad. Thank you, Daryl Fairweather of Redfin and Brad Hunter. Hunter Housing Economics, thank you both for joining us here on The Watch List today. Looking at housing, home builder.